Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Podcast, podcast. Episode number seven. We are seven weeks into this little magicorial project that you and I have going here, and it has been an insane week to say the least. Oh my a little, gosh. A little crazy. Well, all right, as you, Jen, as you young folks say, yes, a little cray cray, as the young folks would say. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll take young folks. Would say. I'll take that at this point. Um, been a little insane. We got a great show coming up for you. Of course, we've got the second part of our top 10 best Disney dads coming up with the Imagineers a little bit later on. And also the worst awesome. Disney dads will be thrown in there. I've been listening back to the show today because we pre-recorded it. It's 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 funny. Of it's really funny. It's whatever. And it's, it's a, This it's is one of my thing. favorites so far. It really it's is. So it's really it's one of my seven favorite episodes. I can tell you that right now. This entire show, <laughs> it's definitely top seven. Definitely top seven. Maybe top ten. Maybe even top five. I don't know. So it's I it's mean, great. It's 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 a fun segment. Plus, we got some news coming up because I think there's a refurb coming up on something, and I want to say it was. Maybe. I wrote down living with the land, but I don't think that's it. I don't um, think no. I don't think it's living with the. There are space? people. There are people protesting for free range okra, so that might be something. But I uh, maybe I don't, we'll get to it. We'll figure it out. I, I'll look it up. <laughs> I'll look it up. So, but first, before we do any of that stuff, I got to find out, Jen, how did you Disney this week? Well, um, I Disneyed in a very exciting way this week by making my reservation for the annual pass holder preview for the opening day of the Magic Kingdom. Well, the second opening day. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be there the 9th. I will be there July 10th, and I snagged my reservation. And the park so, opens the 11th, so it's really par- just pass holders. Correct. It's really just not, pass holders. I can't imagine there's that many pass holders either. So you're going to. I mean, that is going to be down there. So I'm gonna, so excited. Yeah, it's going to be like an after hours event. It's going to be pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty great. I am thrilled. And I also made my dining reservations, including Topolino's. <gasps> nice. Oh, Isn't is, does that is it for breakfast, for dinner, or, I'm or for breakfast? Because breakfast, okay. we, we love breakfast. Okay. It's like our favorite meal. A big breakfast fan. Yeah, and the characters are there. Mm-hmm. And I just adored them when I was there in March. I will be very interested to see how the characters are portrayed or how Same. presented this time how they work how they how it's going to happen so you'll def- we'll definitely have to report from that because i think we're going to try to get you we're going to try to do something whenever you're down there at you know calling in or doing a segment yeah. or something like that because exactly because everybody wants to know what's going on which would yes, be great they do. So, yeah i've heard the past older preview um went not as successful as disney would probably have liked it to have gone i think it was well, kind it depends of some, on what you define as successful yeah well I for mean, you it was very successful it worked out really, really <laughs> yes, well i'm i'm good <laughs> worked out really really well of course jen and i are travel agents with upon a star travel and concierge and uh you know we we work together and everything and and we've spent the last week basically on the phones just on the phone nonstop constantly nonstop, non-stop. it's been crazy it's been crazy and mm-hmm. you know it's uh it's been a little insane um, I think that, and, and this is going to spill into my own how I Disney this week. I was going to say, how did you yeah. Disney? I well, think this I is know. Be fun. <laughs> well, because you know, I Disneyed all week. Like it, when we say how did we Disney this week, it's like what exciting Disney thing did you do or whatever. This wasn't as exciting because from the course of Monday through Friday, I will tell you, I probably 
called Disney in excess of 750 to 800 times, and that is not an exaggeration. It is you know, not. I've you seen know how people are like, oh my gosh, I was going a thousand miles an hour, or, or oh my gosh, I called you like a thousand times, like Adele in her song. No, no, no. No, literally, my phone was like, you know, 65 times here, 79 times there, 200. Mm-hmm. We learned through trial and error, you can only call 200 times before it stops taking notes, before it stops crediting you with the call. Yes, so, so if you look at my call list, you'll see Disney 200 universal. And then you'll see like another, like I could call Disney again to restart the count. Uh, but the Disneying part, one of the things that, that we, that we do is we hear the hold music over and over. There are some tunes that, you know, you kind of hear and you're like, Oh my gosh, this one again, you know, but there's some right. that no matter how many times I hear it, I'll be honest with you. Soren is pretty great. I'm, oh I'm yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm uh, good. Grim grinning goats. I can handle, um, I can handle, uh, America's for jewel and the wings. I like that one. But the one that's really got me, and I've really listened to a lot, is the Ellen's Energy Adventure theme song. It oh, just I makes love me happy. That one. It's just so it's great and like and I kind of every time that would come on I'm working doing other stuff I would kind of stop for a second to listen to ten seconds of it I'm like okay well at least they keep me going here and then I you know I keep going it's just I love that that's just kind of and I even listened to it after I got off hold and my I think I had like a nine hour phone call eight hour phone call just multiple hours of phone calls yeah. and stuff and mm-hmm. get on the phone and I kind of pulled up my iTunes and I'm like where is this song for my my four parks one world two two CD soundtrack I have that one click that and I'm like. Do, do, love it. No, okay, so what what's the song? Now I love also love the France medley. The France medley. Oh, the Impressions of France, which Impressions, is a fantastic Impressions of France is great. But there's That's one song one. that I cannot figure out. Okay. And it's the one that goes And like in the background you hear the like almost like like woodsy kind of like a whistly sounds in the back and I can't figure that one out. Like I can I half hear it. Like yeah, it, I mean I'm a what terrible. What does it come after? In the, what does it come remember. after? I need to call the, and get on um, hold like right now. The and find loop. Out. <laughs> yeah, is it is it because there's one from Epcot that it uh, do 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 do. Do, do, do. Well, that's is that's that uh, that's the Epcot theme. That's, that's the Epcot I the name theme. Up, so it's not like, that one. That's what you hear when you go into Mouse Gears. Oh, it's so that's either, not what you're thinking. It's either right before or right after Winnie the Pooh, I think. Dun, 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 when you hear the Winnie dun. the Pooh song, and it's really funny how these songs just play in your head and like one, and one transition to the other, it and does. you hear the and this is I've been falling for this for seven years now. When I call it hold, you hear the Pirates of the Caribbean, and then you hear the silence for a second. You're like, oh, something's picking up, and all of a sudden you hear it go. Your attention, Your attention, please. please. <laughs> Walt Disney World Radio, a radio Railroad, now, now boarding, boarding for a trip, for a around, the Magic trip Kingdom. around the Magic Kingdom. Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. What? And that little two <laughs> seconds of silence, you're all excited because you think they're going to pick up, and they don't. You're like, oh. like, oh. Okay, so now I'm not joking. I'm going to have to like sit in silence for a minute you, after the after we're done. Do you and, know like, what song I'm talking about, though? I do. Well, okay. I think I think I do, but I need to like play the Winnie the Pooh in my head yeah. and, and then kinda, go to what comes next, and then like, I'll probably 
able to tell you. I would make mixtapes when I was in middle school and high school back on cassettes. And you're probably too young for this. Do you remember what a, no, a cassette I is? Yeah, a cassette. I, oh, please. You know? I had cassettes. Come on. Like Come on this, you know, up. like this Ace of Base cassette that I'm holding up right now. Um, I'm not kidding. I mean, I'm holding, I still I'm holding don't, up I don't cassette. still play a lot of cassettes. But I don't really God. have a lot. I have a Paula Abdul cassette here too. Anyway, wow. it's probably He's sad. A cold-hearted snake. This one's actually blowing kisses in the wind. It's probably oh. sad that I actually have them within reach, which is, I, I mean, don't... that is disturbing. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's like when I would make mixtapes in middle school and high school, I'd listen to them in my car. Cause I had a tape deck in my car and I would recognize songs like that would come after. And I, for years after that, I would hear, you know, Belle Biv DeVoe's poison. And right after that, you got boys spins into the road and just, you know, and that's how it nice. works in my mind. Same thing now with the, with the, with the, that's exactly, I hear yeah. one, I hear the other, I hear the other. And now I got to get on hold so I can hear what's going on. I hear. The I know song. now I'm going to actually pay attention whenever it's Winnie the Pooh, because I know, like, I know that when I listen to it, I'll know what yeah. song it is. Yeah. Because and I you'll know hear what, it. You'll I hear literally it. know what I think everything It's not the, it's not the, um, Frontierland music, is it? No, it's, it's not, it's too whimsical for Frontierland music. I really, it almost sounds like it's Animal Kingdom music, but I could be wrong. And what's going to happen is you're going to call tomorrow to I try to get in the hold and everything, and you're going to get right in like three minutes. And it's going to be like, really? Would that not be ironic? That'd be just the way. Can you please put me back on hold? <laughs> And so, isn't it ironic? Don't you think? And so we got some news coming up. It's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vatney. Yeah! News! News! All right. So the big news, of course, that we heard last week uh, popped out was... Splash Mountain's getting a refurb. Now we yes, had heard we had heard that this might be a thing. We the rumors were popping. Rumors have been flying for a well, rumors have been flying for years. But I would say in the last six weeks, especially with the current environmental client that we're having in our Absolutely. country and even our world, um, you know, it's really kind of been the forefront. Now Disney has come out and said, up. "Well, okay, so for people who don't know, if you are that one person like Jared Leto who was over in Africa <laughs> and didn't know COVID was going on until a month later when he came back and was that like, still blows my I've mind. been in isolation. Um, that's a real story. Look it up, people." And so Splash Mountain is getting a refurb both at Disneyland and Disney World. They're going to be renaming it to Princess and the Frog. Now, you might think to yourself, well, what's Princess and the Frog? New Orleans got to do with Frontierland. What does Song of the South got to do with Frontierland? So that's out. So, I mean, um, other than, you know, uh, Splash Mountain is basically based on Song of the South. And really, it's more based on the character of the Tar Baby, Br'er Fox, and Br'er Bear, uh, Br'er Rabbit. If you haven't heard the whole story, you know, there's a whole story. Mm-hmm. You can look it up on Wikipedia. Just read through the synopsis real quick. I've never seen Song of the South. I've heard that it's actually not a very good movie. Either. I've heard that it's kind of boring. That there are parts, obviously, that people talk about. The Zippity Doo was an Oscar The animated song. parts. Typically. The animated parts, too. James Baskin was Uncle Remus, and he's the one that mm-hmm. told the story of Song of the South. And, mm-hmm. and uh, he won an Oscar for his parts as well as an African-American man in the, in the 40s whenever the movie came out, which was kind of a big deal. 46, I believe. I think 46. it was 1946. Yeah, so this is a movie that's been unavailable for many, many, many years at, at Disney. Um, Eisner has Said, Ed Eisner had said it would never come out. Iger, Bob Iger, said it would never be released as well, and he was mm-hmm. he would directly say that to people, anybody who asked him. Oh yeah, absolutely, never come out. Um, I'm sure that that Chapik, uh, the other half of the Bobs, are probably is probably <laughs> never going to do it, especially now. So they've decided it's a great time would, yeah. to go ahead and retheme uh, retheme Splash Mountain Princess and the Frog. Now, the logistics of this basically are: this ride's going to be shut down for a year and a half to two years. Probably. It's going to have to be much uh, like Spaceship Earth is exactly. slated to be yeah, at some slated. point right, when they do right, that. Right. So Disney has said they've been working on this for a year now before they finally decided to release it, which I can kind of see them saying that as in like we've been talking about it, 
But I'm guessing they probably, my guess is they hadn't pulled, decided to pull the trigger until very They recently. may have moved up the time. Yeah, like somebody was like, you know what, let's go ahead and release that news and get that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here's just my take on how it's going to work. I think that the fact that there's a pandemic going on, they haven't even reopened yet. Disneyland has right. no reopening timetable at this point. Uh, I think that the intention of doing it is going to buy them some time. Yeah. I, I think personally, for, this is just my opinion, I can base this on nothing. I think it will stay open through next year through the 50th. Mm-hmm. I think I they will. I think they will release an, a closing date for it, maybe like February, especially 2022. in world. Yeah, especially, especially in world. world. Uh, you know, February twenty twenty two is the last spot. They'll probably do yeah. some sort of big party where you pay a hundred bucks. Well, no, because it always goes down in January. Oh, you're right, January. Okay, so because the end it's of the cold, year, so exactly. maybe maybe yeah. that's it, and they'll do mm-hmm. some sort of quote unquote final splash where seventy five dollars, hundred dollars, you get there, and you get Frontierland all yourself to, for Big Thunder and Splash. Oh, you get dude, t-shirts so and fun. You can spend you know fifteen dollars <laughs> on exclusive pins and such, but I think that's what's going to happen. Somebody had Probably. mentioned it, but, you know it'll be open for the fiftieth. Disney World can't build anything in eight months, at fifteen months. I, I no, it, even just yeah. Tron, which yeah. well, granted, Tron is a new build versus right. a right. refurb, but the amount of overhauling right. that's going to be well, necessary. You know, it took them what, eighteen months to build a parking garage in Disney Springs. Yeah, no, uh, people like down the street. Universal essentially can announce a land, and before the last person has the fax press release, they've already opened the land for people. That's how fast Universal goes. They're like, "Hey, we're doing a land right here." It, there it is. I mean, and then it's yeah. gone like six weeks later when they build something new. That's just what they do. Disney World can't do anything. And that's not a slide on Disney World. They take No, that's not a criticism. It's, you know, there is so much imagineering that goes in and like you know, all the detail and that's, the attention. That's why they announced Pandora, what, 1979? It opened like two yeah, years ago. Like so it's, so I, I, there's no way this, this ride opens. This is not going to be ready for the 50th. Because um, at this point, you're you're what? 13 months out? No. And I think, 14? again, I think the intention is going to buy it some time, buy Disney some time, because they see that Disney's going to change it, but obviously they can't change it right now. It's just, not they, any they, money either. And so that's, that's going to yeah, be hard, too. Yeah, it's not like people have been going to the parks. <laughs> so the real question for you, Jen, is what do you think about, do you agree with the change? Do you not agree with the change? Is it bittersweet? What well, just kind of some general thoughts on it. I, so I will have to go with bittersweet. I can't say I disagree with the change because if there is something that is upsetting to people, that is not something that is right. a Disney thing. Like, right. nobody wants to go to Disney and be upset. Right. Um, you know, for me, I think, and I think many people are probably like me and did not necessarily realize some of the backstory right. and what, what the meaning right. could be for somebody. And just not because I was, you know, being a, a jerk or whatever, just I just truly Don't didn't think about it. I mean, why would I you? I just didn't think. I just you know. didn't know. Right. Um, I I see rabbits and bears, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're funny and zippity doo dah, and I like mm-hmm. the bluebird. Yeah. I love it's on your I love the revival chickens on the showboat. I love <laughs> the revival chickens. I have like a zillion pictures of that revival chicken. Mm-hmm showboat i, I wouldn't it. mind keeping that showboat at the end of the ride. oh my gosh if we could keep the revival chickens somehow i don't know how that would fit in with know. princess and I the frog, but i, I mean know. i love it um so i'm but it's bittersweet like i said because i do i've always enjoyed that ride and you know i think it's a lot of fun oh, granted the track's probably not going to change i'm still going to have a, a good time right. on it i do love the music from princess and the frog yes. i think that there are some really cool images that can go down in that i think it's a great storyline i've wondered why we haven't had a ride themed by princess and the frog right. so totally good with it but yeah, i mean of course you know it's it's something that i grew up riding so it's always a little sad when when yeah, you're like oh <laughs> i don't have any emotional attachment to it honestly if i really think about it i love the ride but it's not something i'm looking at going 
I grew up with that ride. I, I didn't. I, I didn't oh, grow up well, with that ride. You know, I would be much more affronted if Haunted Mansion changed because I love that ride. Oh, so don't which, even. Mm-mm, there's nothing blasphemy. in Haunted Mansion that I think would. I, I don't know why Haunted Mansion would ever change. There's nothing in there I to change know. about. Uh, one of the things I, 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 I thought about this today, one of the things I, I keep seeing brought up is well, you know, look at what they did to Pirates of the Caribbean. They made that change, and now they're changing this. I don't think you can compare the two. I really don't. And here's why Pirates of either. the Caribbean. That scene, as comical as it was, they were, they were stereotyping pirates, and this is what pirates mm-hmm. do. They pillage and they plunder. If you really step back and look at that scene, they were selling people. They were selling, right. they were selling women mm-hmm. for exactly. whatever purpose you want to put in there for pirates back, I mean, in, the, back in the day. So we real. changed that scene out. Um, who was it bothering? Maybe nobody, but the fact they're, sell- they're having a slave that trade might have been. You know, may- maybe. One of the, and I wrote about this on my blog many years ago when it first happened. My thought was, and I don't mean to take the podcast dark at all, but my thought was simply, you know, what if you had somebody, uh, a group of somebodies or whatever, who was caught in some sort of trade, uh, yeah. some sort of, of, of trafficking, trafficking or, and mm-hmm. they're, they're free. They're free of it. They're living their life now. Yeah. They're with family or whatever. And they go to Disney World for the first time. It's been a couple of years. And then they get there. They see that scene where people, women are being mm-hmm. sold. And I'm like, I just I change it. That's fine. I have mm-hmm. no problem with it. The ride's fine. This is different because while song of the south is is was created in a racist time with a racist i guess atmosphere around it you know the ride itself i think has evolved to a non-racist meaning because most people don't even know what song of the south is most mm-hmm. people don't know uncle remus whatever but the song zippity doo is sung by remus who is in character mm-hmm. a slave he's singing about yes. happy days and bluebirds on my shoulder and i'm happy um, I, I wasn't there, and I don't know anybody that was there to ask, but my guess is most slaves right. weren't singing, singing about good times and bluebirds on their shoulders. Um, so the song yeah, alone to me is I like, it is probably not a, the song is just mm-hmm. doesn't fit, you know. Uh, and then you've got the Tar Baby, which it's a caricature, it's a representation mm-hmm. in the story of a black baby, of a black child, you know. And, yes. And that's the focus of the story. Maybe it's the MacGuffin of the story, because that's not really what the story is all about. It's about Briar Rabbit, Pat, Briar, Pat, Briar Pat. Right. So right. with all of this happening, I can totally see Disney saying, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it. It's not. Yeah. This is not a fight we want to have. Let's just no. change it. And you're right. People are, I, honestly, I went online. There are people that are upset, but a lot of people sure. are very happy with this, because they love Princess and the Frog. Absolutely. You know, I think, I think if it was a different choice to switch yes. it to, there might have yeah. been more backlash. Yeah. You know I'm, what I'm, I'm guessing if they'd said, you yeah. know, we're going to do it, we're going to change this to the Black Cauldron River Raft Ride. That would be a little different, but, you know, it's, it's Princess yeah. and the Frog. <laughs> what I'm hoping yeah, they don't like an, do. Yeah, everybody likes that one. Yeah. What I'm hoping they don't do is they give it some sort of obnoxiously long name, like Under oh. the Sea Adventure with a Little Mermaid oh or gosh. The Voyage please of the. Please, no. If you were I, listening, I just, Bob, I'm just imagining right now, that. they're like, the Down on the Bayou Journey Adventure River Raft Ride with Princess Tiana and Louie. Or, and, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Naveen. Oh, like, you know, nobody, everybody's going to oh, say. Oh, who's the Firefly? Wait, like, what's Lewis. the fire? UG, oh, no, no, Louis no, is Lewis is the alligator. Ray. Right, yeah. Right. See, I would I could see it just be called something like Down on the Bayou or the Bayou River or something like that. Just Bayou something River simple, Run. Something easy. Like and, Bayou River Bayou <laughs> River Run. That doesn't make sense. I, I figured this out. I was looking at a park map, okay? Now people are like, doesn't have anything to do with it. No, here's the thing. If you you could actually put a New Orleans square into Magic Kingdom because where it's sitting, Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. You got you got I'm Big Thunder over here, okay? Big yeah. Thunder over here. You got that walkway. If you build like a bigger sidewalk to kind of get the corner, okay. cut the corner of the river, okay? Yeah. So you still got to, you still got uh, Pecos Bills right there. So that's your two corners. That's your two sides. You're basically your border of Frontierland. 
On the opposite okay. side of that, you've got Splash Mountain. And over here is Tortugas. Change that to something more bayou-centric. Make it a restaurant. Make it a – sell some beignets or whatever. Okay. You've got a little cart over here. You could do a meet and greet. You can only have maybe like one attraction and two oh. little things. But you could have – a New Orleans Square, and I drew it on a map too. And I'll, I'll have to take a picture and post that on the on the on the site. You know, because Pirates is in Pirates is in New Orleans Square in in uh, Disneyland. I know, but I think if you change Pirates, I think that I I think that no, I don't say to change it, no, but I, know, I mean, but if I mean, it, like I, I think leaving, but it's it, already in a, in it a land. It needs to stay in Adventureland. So. It really does need to stay in Adventureland. But yeah. yeah, I think it I think it would work. You could make a tiny New Orleans Square with a ride, a restaurant, a cart, maybe a meet and greet, a little. Listen, square, I'm straight up down with like some with some good new orleans you know cooking. what people who were like i don't can't believe they changed splash mountain blah, blah, blah. what's is that a beignet let me try that i'm good with this this is yeah good. like good. you stick a beignet stand right yep. outside we're all good yep. there's there's no yep. arguments so now we've accomplished splash mountain we've solved the problems of the world there uh, of Obviously. course disneyland is is has pushed off their reopening because of of california restrictions state restrictions so we're not sure yes. where they go but did now i believe downtown disney is still going to open is that correct like obviously when well yes because stuff. remember that's mostly third yes. we'll call yeah, it third, third party, so. you know, like restaurants yep. and shops. So yep. just like any other restaurant or Disney or World um, is still scheduled open July 11th, July 10th, of course, for you lucky pass holder preview mm-hmm. people, which is great. And <laughs> because Florida, Florida hasn't said shut down yet. They've given the approval to reopen and I think they will. Honestly, uh, we were talking before the show, um, Disney has the capacity or has the capability to cut capacity anytime they want. Yeah. So if they're looking at it going, mm-hmm. you know, Magic Kingdom holds 80,000 people and they're like, okay, you know what? We only got 10,000 people for this day. We're done cut it you know we've only sold this many resorts we're done we're, rest of july we're not selling any more emissions mm-hmm. anymore whatever they have the pa- capacity to do that and i think i think it's going to be pretty successful i think the opening will be yeah i'm i make sure you follow my media yep, because absolutely i'm gonna definitely mm-hmm. be posting photos yep. you can definitely go to the msepodcast.com go to the contact page and see all of our social media stuff there mm-hmm. we'll give it to the end of the show too but all all the stuff there make sure you're following jen following us we'll be posting some of her stuff mm-hmm. and i'll be posting cross posting and and try posting and all the good stuff i'll kinds of cross media things like that but that's going to bring us up to our, our our main part of the show here where we're going to be bringing on matt and Susie from the imagineers podcast we love these two and i have met matt in person i've never met Susie in person i'm really excited to meet her one day and uh just wonderful people last week we did the five through or the uh the, the 10 through six of the best disney dads well this time we're doing the five through number one but we're also tossing in the worst disney dads to kind of do mm-hmm. a month-long celebration of father's day which we had a couple of weeks ago and uh had some fun times and so we're going to do that with this episode and we will see you on the other side of this segment <laughs> And now we get to number five. And so, Susie, I'm going to let you give your worst, mm-hmm. number five worst dad, and then your number five best dad. So we'll do two at a time here. Mm-hmm. Um, my number five worst dad is Mr. Darling from Peter Pan. <laughs> he just sucks. Yeah. That's oh, all I have to say. He <laughs> was right. grumpy. Obviously, the story is not about him, but he is mm-hmm. just awful. I mean, he is Captain Hook. Essentially, yes, Yes. (laughs) but as a dad, for dad purposes, he's still horrible. Yeah, Yeah. that was also my number five. So, (laughs) (laughs) it was my number four, actually. (laughs) It's almost like we've spent a lot of time together recently, guys. Number five, number five, best dad for you, though. Um, my number five best dad, we already mentioned, was um, Mulan's father, Faju. Mm -hmm. So, I had a backup, okay, that's how we do it. Um, 
and it's another animal and it's Pongo. The dude just like, I mean, they did all they could to get those puppies back. They were traveling here and there and doing the, you know, the barks and meeting the, I don't know. It was just so cute. I actually watched that movie shortly after um, Disney Plus came out and I forgot how much I loved it. And Pongo is just, he's a good dad. He's a good puppy dad. He's a good puppy dad. Agreed. Puppy, puppy parent. And then he adopts like 85 other dogs. Like, Which is pretty I mean, big. I mean, you gotta have, like, yeah. that's, a, that's cool. <laughs> That's a lot of yeah. dogs. That's a lot of puppies. <laughs> a lot of heartworm bills. <laughs> a lot of collars. Very expensive. expensive. Jen, you're number five worst dad and your number five best dad. All right. So my number five worst dad, you guys might disagree. I'm calling the Sultan from Aladdin now mm. because it's fine. You know, not that he isn't like, he's funny. He's bumbling, but he has like zero self-awareness. Zero awareness of Jafar's intentions. I mean, hello. Yeah. <laughs> like, you cannot tell that he is creepy and after your daughter? Really? And he's doing his best to marry his daughter off as quick as possible. Exactly. He's like, well, yeah. yeah. I, I get it. That turns, it turns around towards the end, but still, as quick no, I mean, yeah. seriously. I know. Right, exactly. He had all this power the whole time to change the law. And if he wasn't okay with it, then he wouldn't have done it. He exactly. It. So, That's a good choice. I'm yeah, I think he's a solid <laughs> number five. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's not the worst one, but... Yeah, he's, he's he's pretty bad. He's, he's pretty yeah, bad. He's pretty bad. So, Dion, Matt's top five. He's just not saying anything. <laughs> yeah, he's probably on Matt's top five. Matt, okay. you're number five worst. No, Jen, I'm sorry, you're better. Uh, yeah, I got to do my number five. My number five best. Um, I pick Marlin from Finding Nemo. He nice. slammed the entire sea. Like, even though he's OCD and like has control issues mm-hmm. and, annoying. <laughs> and um but he loves his son so much that he would go literally to the ends of the ocean to find him mm-hmm. um and then you know he he struggles with letting go but you know he does he's making efforts so right you know he's my he's a single parent i'm right he's doing the best he Life's can tough. you're officially <laughs> life is tough for a fish we need that on a bumper sticker <laughs> Matt, you're number five worst dad. Okay, so I'm going to be completely honest. I came up with four, and okay. I was really struggling to come up with a fifth. Dads are kind of hard to uh, – parents in general in Disney movies sometimes just aren't there. Well, most of them um, are dead, and so yes. you know you have to find the ones that are alive. So I really reached on this one, so I apologize if this is cheating. Because we never actually see this person. Mm-hmm. We never know their name. Mm-hmm. We just know that they have offspring. And I'm going to call out the father of Syndrome from The Incredibles. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you stole one of mine. That's good. Okay, that, that is not a because stretch. That's clearly, good. there are some parenting issues there. <laughs> Oh my god. That's gosh. a good pick. That's yeah, a wow. really good pick. Thank you. I Thank you. think he's my favorite villain, so that is a good choice. So. Well, as we know, a lot of villains have parental problems, mm-hmm. so that's an easy way to find the source of his issues. Yeah. He's Very looking good. for a father figure in Mr. Incredible. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. What's your number five that. best dad? Uh, number five best dad for me. It's actually funny because um, Susie mentioned pongo i did not choose pongo um 
I am very well aware that for Father's Day, there and even for Mother's Day in, in this instance too, some some people just can't be parents, not because of their own choice, mm-hmm. but because that that's the cards that have been dealt to them. Mm-hmm. And um, so I am going to call out Roger as being the best <gasps> fur baby for dad Yay! of all time. Yes! Okay, hold on. I hope this this is not a controversial opinion. Roger and Anita, best Disney couple yes. of all time. Yes. yes. They're no great. problems. They're 100%. They're I love that, Matt. Yes. I love that. Protecting the puppies from Cruella the best he could. You were not taking any of them. Yes. Yep. So, Roger. Solid choice. That's Very nice. At uh, number five, I also had Pongo for 101 Dalmatians, um, <laughs> merely because he did. He, he had a couple of puppies of his own and decided he was going to adopt you know, 90-something more puppies and, have, and save, the, you know, save the day. They were going to save their kids and also the, all the other puppies. I mean, he's got 99 puppies and uh, whatever ain't one. I mean, that's, it's, it's great for him. So I just think uh, Pongo is cool. I think, I think mm-hmm. Pongo and Perdita are also a great relationship as well, even though they're dogs. I think they, they're oh, yeah. done so well in the, uh, in, in the movie. Um, so yeah, so Pongo was my number five pick. Uh, that's my best. I forgot to do my worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, my worst, I also went with Mr. Darling because you know he, he is grumpy. He, he tells the kids to basically stop dreaming because they're children and don't dream. Takes his frustrations out on Nana. Uh, poor Nana, um, just he's not a good dad. Oh. Not a good dad at all. I mean, I, obviously later on in the movie, I think there is some some redeeming factor when he sees the pirate ship and everything. But you know, mm. he does not come out of the gate oh. very strong as a good dad. So, nope. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Mister Erling, that's my number five worst dad pick. Susie, your number four worst dad pick. My number four worst dad pick is a uh, interspecies family, and it is Kerchak from Tarzan. Hmm. I understand being heartbroken over losing his biological child, as we see at the beginning of the movie. He is just so cold-hearted toward Tarzan, whether, you know, not even like potentially as like in a surrogate way as like, I want to take this as my child. He just mm-hmm. doesn't give a crap. Yeah, he does something good at the end, but it's too little too late. I mean, come on, man. You, you, like you lost your child, your wife or your like number one gorilla friend girlfriend is hurting i don't know if there's like legal marriages in the gorilla world um <laughs> and so, like i don't know he's just so mean to tarzan Perchek, it kind of sucked i'm not even sure i've seen that movie all the way through yeah. i need to go back and rewatch that hmm. yeah. i love tarzan that's a good that's movie, a good movie. So I told Jen when we started the podcast, there people would be surprised at the number of Disney movies I haven't seen or haven't seen all the way through, and I think Tarzan's one of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. I also haven't seen Bedknobs yeah. and Broomsticks either, and I still haven't seen it. I, you need to remedy that. Like I gotta now. get to that. I gotta get to it. Very. So it's so good. I love it so much. The oh music God, is good too, and and yeah. I keep I'm I'm, I'm told over and over that I need to see Newsies. Uh, apparently, yes. Newsies is also a good film. I haven't so. seen Newsies yes. either. Correct. Really? That's yeah. I don't know. I just, so I just like so many of these movies. Though, also remember, there was not an easy way to access them. Like when Blockbuster closed, so oh, for yeah, a well, was, like, you'd have to pay to rent or hope it showed okay, up that's on Netflix. True. Right. We're gonna have to give um, you that. One. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so my my number four best dad, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the Disney Channel and. I picked a dad from a show I probably was too old to still be watching, but I don't care because it was cute. Um, it is Bob Duncan from Good Luck Charlie. I 
you guys are adults and you may not have seen it. It's one of the few shows when Disney Channel was going through their everyone's a singer and a dancer phase. Oh, that wasn't singers and dancers. It was very family focused. My whole family liked watching it. It was really sweet, really cute. And the dad, yeah, there were some kind of like jokes at his expense, but the kids never got away with things. They were always punished. It always came back around to them, which is another good thing for a family show. And he was just such a loving and caring dad. Um, If you haven't seen it, of course, it's on Disney Plus. I recommend it. It's a very sweet show um, that is definitely appropriate for all ages. Nice. Very nice. I I did not think about going back to the Disney Channel, although now that I think about it, I can't decide if Billy Ray Cyrus was a terrible dad or an awesome dad for Hannah Montana. I I don't, I I really don't know. I have no clue. I literally, my brain went there too. I was like, is he a good dad? Maybe, maybe he's a bad dad. I don't know. know. (laughs) In the fictitious world, he's probably a good dad, but as a, yeah. Otherwise, they may not have been a great dad. That's a a big question uh, mark right there. Don't know. Jen, your number four worst dad. Okay, so my number four worst dad. I got to get to my my worst list. So first I had George Darling, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to – someone took it, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to put Kerchak in there. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Seriously. So, like, I had replaced (laughs) it with Kerchak. So, obviously, we all, like, don't like the same characters. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to throw in Jack Sparrow's dad. No, good one. Um, so like really he let his son grow up to be a pirate mm-hmm. and he kind of just randomly shows up occasionally when Jack Sparrow was like really screwed. <laughs> and that's when, you know, Keith Richards shows up as, you Which know. is actually hilarious. What, nice. Oh my gosh. I do freaking <laughs> love that he is Jack Sparrow's dad and he plays the role perfectly. So <laughs> I love it. I'm not even sure that he knew he was in a movie. They just were like, here, Mr. Richards, say this. Okay. And just said it and went home. Yeah. (laughs) But I, I mean, but let's be real. Not a good dad. So no, No. good pick. Yeah. Good pick on that. Your number four best dad. Oh, that's right. I forgot my four best. And I'm like out of people to replace this with. Um, Pongo was my number four because I just think he's fantastic. We already talked about the twilight bark and everything. Yeah, I'm brainstorming like other backups just in case, but we're well, going to have to leave A couple of my top ones have already been mentioned, and I'm just going to go yeah. with it. It's good. So. so, Matt, you're number four worst dad in Disney. Um, so, I may have misread the rules a little bit. Um, so, I put Darth Vader because, well, it's Darth Vader. <laughs> he's Darth Vader. He's, bad. he's that, in Rogue One. Yes, he's, that counts. Uh, a father we'll, we'll figure say. in Rebels and, and Clone Wars. I mean, not, not the best father figure. No. no, no, no. Force choking people and stuff. That's an example. <laughs> yeah, not good. What's your number four what, best dad? Uh, number four best dad. Uh, again, I am going not necessarily a father, but a father figure, mm-hmm. and I am going to go with Carl from Up, oh. who oh, was yes. the best example that Russell needed. Right in his time of need, so. Fantastic. I love I thought that about movie, that. and I cry every time. Pen, pinning on, pinning on Ellie's badge. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh man. So good. So good. Um, Again, Pixar. Waterworks the, every the, time. The emotional journey they take you on in that first eight minutes of that movie is just unreal. You're watching a cartoon, oh and yet you're like. <laughs> 
I mean, just it's so it's so touching. I can't so I can't hear the I can't. and not get emotional. Yeah, yeah I know it's, it's beautiful. It's oh. One of my favorite memes is there's there's more love in the first eight minutes of Up than there is in all four movies of Twilight, and it's true. It's very it's true. It's so true. Five <laughs> movies in Twilight. Oh, whatever. I don't keep up. All so, five. Some movies. of us. Some of us were in high school in the early to mid two thousands. I read the first one. <laughs> it was terrible. It was a rough time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're terrible. I, yeah. I would, I wouldn't even. I was like, I can't even handle the premise of this, so I'm, I'm not. <laughs> well, nope. I actually, I got, I got three fourths of the way through the first book, and I just stopped because I was like, this is terrible. And so I went. I'm sorry, through the vampires book. just don't sparkle in the well, sunlight; they burst into apparently flame and because die. that's all it was. Saying it's, it's basically page after page about how beautiful Edward is, and then like there's two pages where the vampires fight. I'm thinking, okay, well, this is going to get good, and then they stop fighting, and then it talks about Edward being beautiful again. And it's just, and I went to Wikipedia and I read the rest of the synopsis of the rest of the books. And I'm like, I was about all, say, of this, don't read this, I'm like, don't, all of this don't read this. All of this is awful. I'm not reading anything more of this. All of this, all nope. of this sucks. This oh, girls, what were we doing? Right? So my number four, <laughs> my number four uh, uh, best, uh, worst dad actually, is I'm going to go with King Triton. Only because oh, okay. I just have this thing about, I don't like when parents tell your kids you can't dream. And he doesn't listen to her. He doesn't. I mean, he wants the best for her. Sure, he wants to be. But I just feel like he's a little overbearing. He's a little bit much. You know, yes, she's 16. So maybe she shouldn't be falling in love with the land dweller. But at the end of the movie, he tells Sebastian, he's like, I'm sure going to miss her. Like, he's never going to see her again. I'm abandoning my daughter. Now you take her. I'm good. I don't need you. I'm, I'm never coming. No, 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 no. I, maybe I can't wait to see her again. Or. I'll be, hey, you know, Sebastian, you should help me with parental visits. It's not like boats oh, don't exist. It's more of a, I'm sure going to miss her. Now that she's gone, I'll never see my grandkids. What kind of dad is that? That's yeah, I awful. Never that way. I mean, seriously. I you did know. because then they came out with a second Little Mermaid and it was awful. Oh, well, yeah. I never read that one or saw that one. That's the one where she has sisters, either. right? Isn't that yeah, more of a she prequel? She's a kid, doesn't? Isn't it her daughter? I don't know. It's a hot second. It. It's still just not I don't good. really watch the sequels unless it's yeah. Lion King one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so my number five, I'm number sorry, number four best dad is King Mufasa. And I can imagine this bet might be number one for people. I don't know. Uh, but it fell on number four on my list because Mufasa is just great. He's a great dad. Um, loves his son. You know, he, he puts everything on the line to go rescue him from the wildebeest. Mm-hmm. ends up dying in the process. He basically comes back in the clouds for a minute to thump his kid on the head to be like, don't forget about me. I'm right here. Um, you know, it's, Mufasa is great. Mufasa is awesome. And mm-hmm. you can make an argument really for any of these top four for me to be number one. You can mix and match if you wanted to. But uh, number four for me is Mufasa. Ooh. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> number three worst dad for you, Susie. Number three worst dad, um, King Triton for all the same reasons <laughs> that have already been said. I'm sorry. He's just so explosive. It's just, he's, that, 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 that's an outburst that is just, I mean, it's not great. I mean, you let your daughter, whatever. I just don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Have you ever seen the memes where they take like beards off of like fictional characters? He's also really scary if you take his beard off. Oh, oh I've not seen <laughs> <They> that. <take, laughs> that's so funny. Him and Zeus, it's really creepy. Oh, that would be creepy. Not that that has that anything to do with our list, but there you go. And number, th- number three, best dad. Uh, yes, Marlon. Marlon. Mm, I just. Marlin. That's the ultimate, you know, thing a parent should do is you don't stop at anything yeah. to, to mm-hmm. save your child, yeah. even if it's traveling with a really annoying Ellen DeGeneres yeah. who can't remember anything. <laughs> right. I love Dory, but it's like after a little bit, I'd be like, sweetie, 
Like, I, I can't. I gotta do this alone. <laughs> well, he, he couldn't tried, do it on his own. He I tried know. to do that. He got ransacked by a school of fish who guilted him into taking her back. And then, of course, she guilts her, guilts him into it again. And she's like, she basically like, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm complete when I'm with you. We need to be, I need to be with you, whatever. And it's like, fine, come on. So you know, she guilts him into it. But, number, uh, number. Yeah, she was good for Marlon. She oh, was she was. Good for she Marlon. was really good. He, need, really he didn't need it. He didn't need it. But yeah, he needed it. Yeah. Jen, number three, worst dad for you. All right. My number three worst dad is, um, I, I don't think he really has a name, the, the prince from Bambi. Bambi's dad. Yes. Oh, yep. yeah. Like, dude, absent father, like, randomly show up after a forest fire and yep. then, like, leave again. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is the Bambi's what? dad. I'll go ahead and tell you, that was my number one because two reasons. Number one, not only is he the ultimate hit it and quit it dad, he's out. Yeah. He's nothing to have to do with no. kids. Number two, your, your mom just died. Hey, yeah. guess what, son? Buck up. Right. Literally. <laughs> right? Get over it. Thank you. All right, I'm going to go now. What? That's the worst absence dad ever. Ever. He's, At least if you were diabolical, you could bring your son into your lair and teach him how to be evil like Mr. Do- you know, Dr. Evil did with his kid, but no absentee dad just no excuse no no, no he no. he was just no so like yeah. nope yep nope to him he's no yeah he's my number three i what i found two that i feel like we're worse uh chipetto from pinocchio nice not mm-hmm. a biological dad but he desired a son so much he had to, like he created he brought pinocchio to life basically i mean i know it's the yeah. blue mm-hmm. but you know <laughs> it had to be his desire and you know, he cared so much about his boy. And I just think it's so touching. I love, I love Pinocchio. And that's another one I need to rewatch because I don't know that I've seen that one all the way through either. I got I got a list of movies I had to get to. No. Yeah. And Matt, he's so excited at the end when he's a real boy. Oh, it's just so pretty. Oh, he's got a kid now. <laughs> Matt, number three for you. Uh, I, had, I had Mufasa, but um, I'm pulling in a backup. Uh, I'm going to say Mr. Lightfoot from Onward. As your best dad or your worst dad? Oh, oh I'm sorry. That was best dad. Excuse me. <laughs> Back okay, go up. Ahead. Back up. Sorry. <laughs> um, my worst dad. I am number three worst dad. I am going to say King Runard from Frozen 2, who basically oh. brought the wrath of all yes. of the uh, elements down on everyone and everyone suffered from it so not not yeah. a good example for mm-hmm. for a king yeah not a good guy yeah. not a good guy not a all. good guy for um, i forgot Agmar. about him mm-hmm. oh. nice and of course number three of your best was uh, number three mr. sorry yes mr lightfoot um oh, that's a good one clearly loved his family and wanted his boys to potentially have a day with him so mm-hmm. won't spoil the movie since it's kind of Fairly new yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of new yeah <laughs> But it's a solid I just, movie. I really liked I really liked that uh that concept and you know, weekend yeah. of Bernie's. So. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Number three worst dad for me was the Sultan from Aladdin, only because he is so bumbly and trying to marry his daughter off to the creepy guy, uh, the Sultan that he employs for some reason. I feel like this guy's breaking all kinds of, of, of HR violations and OSHA violations and harassment violations in the workplace and yet he gets away with it sultan's you're the king fix this and you know he eventually he at the, at the end he's he's cool with aladdin coming in but you know when aladdin comes in all prim and proper with uh, the prince ali or whatever the big parade what does sultan do he's like oh this guy's awesome let me go get him <laughs> right 
You know, yeah, Sultimo is cool, but now even better. He's it's like a, a, attention seeker. You know, he's looking for the he's looking for the the celebrity, whatever. Um, Flip so, yeah, side, he he does want what's best for his daughter, true. but he doesn't take her thoughts into consideration. Right. Well, he right. wants best for his daughter, but he thinks what's best for his daughter to marry the Sultan. Mm, come on. Yeah. So number three best dad for me, however, is Dr. Wayne Selinsky from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That was that was, okay. that was almost on my list. I okay. love him. I love Rick Moranis. And I love what he, I mean, he does everything he can to try to protect those kids, try to get those kids mm -hmm. back, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, he does all the, does everything he needs to do, whatever, to, to protect, his, protect his children. And um, he's just a great dad. He really is just a great, great father. And so. in real life. And in real life. The actor. You mean Rick Moranis? Yes, he yes. quit uh, Hollywood for his family. He quit Hollywood to raise yes, his kids did. after his wife died. Yes, he did. Um, which, by the way, That's if people are missing Rick Moranis, go catch admirable. him on the uh, the Honey I Shrunk the Kids prop culture episode, which is fantastic. Yes. He makes a rare public appearance in that, and uh, yeah, so I mean, you good. never see him anymore. Yeah, you don't. You yeah. don't. You really yeah. don't. Um, and I would love to see him back yeah. in the movies again because I miss Rick yeah. Moranis. Uh, I think he's coming back, maybe for Honey I <gasps> Shrunk, whatever. You think? What else oh, is yeah. there to shrink? That's actually the name of the movie. It's Honey, I Shrunk Whatever. So uh, it's, whatever. it's a good time. People are just shrinking whatever. Honey, I Shrunk some stuff. Susie, number right. two. Worst Number dad. two. I'm so excited. No one has said this yet because I was really proud of having it on my list. I don't know his name. Maybe it's mentioned. I don't care because he's so terrible. I don't want to know his actual name. Number two is Cinderella's dad. And here's why. Hmm. Bad twins. Cinderella's dad taught her fantastic life lessons. He was very caring and like he raised a great daughter. But what possessed this man to marry, that to marry <laughs> Lady Tremaine and those god awful girls and bring them into his life? And even this just think about point. think about bad the influence it would have on now if if he hadn't been such a good parent to Cinderella and if she just wasn't such a a pure um, selfless diligent person like they would have been a horrible influence on her i don't know what this guy was thinking there's no explanation for years i've mm -hmm. wondered like why she's ugly right had more money than her especially in the live action it makes mm -hmm. no sense cinderella's father big 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 thumbs down no, well to be one. fair the live action had kate blanchett as, as lady tremaine and she's yeah, kind of gorgeous still just, but she, she's there's beautiful. still something like Secondly, she's beautiful oh, but yeah is it possible that he wasn't he just wasn't very smart? I mean, he like was loving to his daughter and everything, but he just fell for Tremaine like not being very just kind of dude. I don't know. He yeah, like, no. like his daughter think was about, like think about 13. your daughter. Yeah, That's true. she's got to be your priority. You married leader. a woman with a cat named Lucifer. What is I mean, wrong that's with right you? There. <laughs> Good pick. Good pick. I like it. Your number Thank two you. best dad. I was really proud of that one. Okay, number two best dad. Uh, Jen mentioned it pretty early on in her list, but I have Goofy. Um, Disney Plus, as David knows, because we talked extensively yep. about Goofy movie, um, finally brought that movie back into my life. I actually bought the 25th anniversary, 25th anniversary pin. Uh, was it it's 25, right? It was yeah, it 20, 25th. Mm -hmm. 25. Um, when it came out, because I was like, I loved this movie growing up. And Goofy is just solid. Another example of like a single parent trying to make it work, working at basically the mall, taking baby pictures and whatever. <laughs> he, and he tried, he tried so hard. Yes. He, he didn't always listen to Max and Max had his own set of problems, but um, Goofy's just loving. How, how do you not love Goofy? 
Okay. He's just so, he's adorkable. I love him. He's adorkable. Yes. <laughs> mm. Jen, your number two so, worst dad. My number two worst dad. So I actually am going to pull in um, a different one. I, I had Vader on my list too. So <laughs> uh, because he's Vader. But I could also pull in, I was thinking, um, and I don't know his name, sorry. The King of Arendelle. Ah. Uh, so. Agnar. Ba- Ag- yeah. And here's why. You know, I'm sure he was loving and he loved his girls. But the whole issue was he's like telling Elsa, no, don't be who you are. Don't, no, you have to be ashamed of this. You need to hide. You need right. to, you know, like, you no one can know kind of thing. Keeping it secret rather than trying to find other ways. And, I mean, obviously that's very traumatic for poor Elsa. And, you know, she's probably going to need psychotherapy. All sorts of things <laughs> because she couldn't. I mean, obviously it took her how long to be able to control her powers, whereas... Yeah. You know, if they'd embrace it, all right, let's figure this out. You know, she wouldn't have been afraid. So I'm sure he probably had good intentions, but I mean, that really caused some chaos. I kind of feel like a lot of their family strife and problems would have been solved had he just got the problem head on. How can we deal with this? How can we solve this? Let's let Anna, your sister, know about your power so she'll know how to deal with it. Right. Like there'd be less singing. There would be less singing, which it would be sad. It's very true. Yeah. But let's be real. Like that was not a cool way to handle that. So. Hmm. number two best dad for you number two best dad for me um and no one said him i thought somebody else would um james from princess and the frog because i just think like they had such and you know what i haven't seen this one as much as i've seen the other one just because it came out like after you know i was in high school you know i was it came out recently 11 years more recently for me like when i was starting my career and like different things so it was just but i've seen it and i love the music from it Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i think the shadow man's terrifying but um james was just such a loving Mm -hmm. father and you know like they had that shared thing with cooking and they then dreamed to open a restaurant and that's why she wanted to really pursue that and so that even though he died early on as you know in disney movies it seems like one parent (laughs) or another typically (laughs) dies at some point but um you know, he was just such a good dad, so I like. Well, he's he's the great dad in terms of he wants her to pursue her dreams, and mm-hmm. I love that about yeah, him. And exactly. there's a great yeah. line in there. What's and I forget what the line. So basically, it's what it's basically all you need is love. That's pretty much yeah. what it is. Is right. all you need is love. You have no matter what you have, as long as you have love, you've got something, and that's yeah. it's, it's great. It's really really cool. Yeah. So, Matt, number two, worst dad for you. Worst dad number two for me. I am going Marvel, and. I am choosing Ego, the Living Planet. There were um, two options. Oh, that's a good one. Too. That's my number two that's as well. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guys. Of I didn't even great two. job. Think great of job. that. That's a great one. Yep. I mean, yeah. the guy knocked up like half the universe and ruined the song Brandy for everybody. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that might it's be the most a, appalling part. <laughs> not, not, not a good guy. That's just that. When he's done with you, he gives you cancer and you die. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, just like, rather than cancer. just being an absentee dad, I'm going to give you cancer. I mean, <laughs> so. uh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a good thing. That was also my number two that's as well. That's the first thing I thought that's of was, was ego. And, you know, you're just not a good father if not only you give, your, you give the mom cancer so she dies. Who knows how many times he did that to other people as well, to other yeah. of his, his wives, his, his, his lady friends. Um, also, he tries to <laughs> to kill his son because his son doesn't join him and the evil taking over of the world powers. Just it's, yeah, it's egos is a good choice. Yeah. On that, so. yeah. Um, 
Number two, best dad. I am going to go with Walt Disney from Saving Mr. Banks. Oh, that's cheating. That's cheating. And so good. That's not cheating. I know. I know. I, know. I almost wrote that down. I almost did. I am. Yeah, I, uh, I yeah. had to throw that in there. Um, yeah, I just, you know, he loved his daughters a whole lot. Yeah. And he really wanted to see his promise through to bring their favorite book to the screen. And mm. Had to deal with that woman, and but it all worked out. So yeah, and I'm so thankful it worked it. out. So yes, for sure. Yeah, good. masterpiece. As my uh, as as we said, my number two was Ego from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. So we'll jump straight to my number two, Best Dad. Um, and originally I had Marlon written down, but everybody has Marlon written down. So we talked about Marlon Marlon already. So I knocked him off the list. Uh, at least temporarily, and I'm writing in John from the Carousel of Progress because everybody <laughs> loves John. Everybody loves John. Family yes. loves John. The wife loves John. The dad, I mean, the, the daughter loves John. You know, and he's so he's so innocent and pure. And at the end, he burns the turkey, and the mom's not even mad with him. She laughs about it and whatever the 900 degree turkey or whatever temperature it gets to. And you know, it just. I love that guy. I love the narration. I love the story. That's um, so funny. You know, yeah, the same narration uh, as you're going to hear in Christmas Story because it's the same guy, I believe, Gene Shepard, doing narration for both. Uh-huh. Um, so yep. just a good right. dad. Good dad. So my number two probably would have been farther down on my list had I not decided to, to cross that Marlin and put him in. But uh, yeah, John mm-hmm. from the Carousel of Progress. Susie, your number one worst dad in solid. Disney. My worst dad, Jen mentioned as her number two, and I had to look up how to pronounce his name because he's so dumb I couldn't remember. It's <laughs> Agnar, Agnar, Agnar. I don't care. It's Anna Nelson's dad. Just like <laughs> what a what a horrible person. I'm sorry. You are like we just talked about like his his father a few back being you know the person who instigated so many issues with the enchanted forest and mm-hmm. um going at war against the elements and all these things. And it's like, you, you, I don't know, whatever. He's, he's just so bad. He's the antithesis of what it, and and then it's like, oh, but they were going to try to find answers about Elsa. Man, it wouldn't have been that difficult to get answers about Elsa if you hadn't been so like controlling and manipulative and Mm -hmm. ashamed, ashamed Mm -hmm. of her. He sucks. Number one, all time, 10, 10, hate him. There you go. Solid. Your best dad. Your favorite Disney dad. Mufasa. I don't know what else to say. James Earl Jones. It's a great story. Mm-hmm. It's sad. He gives such great wisdom to his son. Obviously, he risks his life for him when he talks about how, how you know, I thought kings never get scared. And he talks about how scared he was when Simba was mm-hmm. lost and, um, you know, in danger of being eaten by hyenas. Just Mufasa is the ideal disney dad mm-hmm. in my humble opinion thank you <laughs> <laughs> well i also like too that um of course james james earl jones was mufasa and i believe that his wife narabi was voiced by madge sinclair and they're both the king and queen in coming to america mm-hmm. to america, america. yeah so yeah yes same yeah. couple same couple now <laughs> which i also madge, love them in coming to america did madge sinclair voice sarabi in the 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 quote unquote live action in the live CGI. action no, no I, she did. I okay. believe she was correct me if i'm wrong she may have passed away she did she passed away in 1995 so yeah she wasn't there okay, okay. makes sense all right she like looking Internet, up so helpful yeah. 
right? <laughs> Thank you, Internet. Jen, your number yeah. one worst dad. All right. My number one worst dad, and he's not a biological dad either, um, is Frollo from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Matt. Oh, someone was going to do it. Man. Uh, he was like, holding his breath. He was next. I, I kept oh. thinking someone else was going to pull him up, but like. Oh, no, dude, he's my number he's, one. He's, he's straight up evil. One. Come on, Matt, right? He's evil. Like. Yeah, you lock yeah. your abusive. your adoptive son in a tower because he's got a hunchback. You know, like oh my gosh, and you're trying to rape. You a sing gypsy about how woman. ugly he is. Right, yeah. you're like it's no, no, <laughs> no evil. I think he is one of the evil. Like he's scarier than the Shadow Man. He is bad dude. Yeah, he's, he's got dude. the hots for Esmeralda like the entire time, doesn't he? Oh yeah, oh, and, like, yeah. yeah it's, like, it's been a long time seeing Hunchback. That one and Pocahontas are two movies I just did not care for, and I've seen them once each. And I'm I like, do I'm, love I'll the never watch either Hunchback, one. Hunchback though, so. like the, the music from Hunchback mm-hmm. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. God help the outcast is like oh. that's like our theme song yeah. for our agency. Sure, that's funny. Right, your number one best dad. My number one, Mufasa, me Mufasa. and Susie. Straight, it's straight up Mufasa. I mean, I think there's so much, like the little bits of nuggets of wisdom, like mm-hmm. from a cartoon. And how do I still cry at his death every time? I'm like, I've seen this movie 18 zillion times and I'm still like, it's not fair, Scar, you suck. You know, like, yeah. Is that one of the first, and you guys can, can tell me this because I'm sure y'all have seen many more Disney movies than I have, but is that one of the first times we watch a character die on screen in a Disney film? I know a lot, of, a lot of Disney parents die, either they're dead going into the movie or they die off screen, but is that one of the first like on-screen Disney deaths right there in front of you? Because I, I remember watching it in 94 when it, it came out. I was in college right after my freshman year, and I went to see it. We were shocked. We were like, they just killed him. They just out and out just killed that guy. Holy crap. I mean, just. Mm-hmm. I uh, can't think of one before Gaston? that. Gaston, he dies, right? Yeah, but he's not a dad. He's not a parent. He's oh, a villain. Oh, well, and he also he also oh, is thrown off well, villain, a villain then... list. He's a good villain. He's thrown parent. off of the ledge. You never see him again. So he disappears into the darkness. You assume he dies, which I'm guessing. He oh, does. you're talking about like the dead body, like yeah, scene. like, like yeah, I mean, yeah, body. Oh dies. no, I think that's like, the first he one. He dies I think, on yeah. screen. You're like, like he's yeah, literally. I'm still, I'm still recovering from it. So I don't know that I have recovered from it, frankly. So and there's a more emotional in in the original. Oh yeah. All right, Matt. For you, your number number one worst Disney dad. Uh, it was it was Frollo. So, what more can you say about him? Just oh, like maybe one of the best Disney villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just very bad surrogate father to Quasimodo. So, and they don't pull him out a lot, even during villain like nights. I mean, do you guys see him? No, it's not I even very like. Very, were, it's not an easily marketed film. Mm-mm. I don't it's think in, uh, so. Fantastic. That's true. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Should we go there? <laughs> Jen likes it better than Eliminations. All she's got. No. Oh, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> Call back to a previous podcast episode. Number sixty-eight, Space Mountain. What? Number <laughs> one. Uh, number one, best ad for you. Number one. So uh, I actually came up with a list of 18 and mm-hmm. I knew that we were going to have some overlap. So right. this is the sole survivor of that list. Oh, oh we've taken everybody else. Taken everybody, everything else, which is fine because yeah. I really feel strongly. I think this is one of the best ads 
um, in Pixar slash Disney, but Hector from Coco. Oh, that's such wow. a good one! Wow, that <laughs> is a good one. His entire oh, movement from the beginning is just to cross that bridge to see Coco. Yes, oh everything that's he's ever point. done has been for Coco. You're right. Everything he ever did was for Coco. That's, that's a good. That's a good one. That's a good pick. Very nice. That's a Definitely. solid pick. Mm. Yeah. As we mentioned before, my uh, my number one was the the stag or the the great prince of the forest from Bambi, the worst absentee dad ever. Um, just terrible, terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't even feel sorry about it. He just didn't care. He's like, her mom died. Eh, suck it up. You'll be fine. I'll even remember her. Exactly. I don't remember her. Right? You know? I'm like the ego of the forest. I got women everywhere. <laughs> and so uh, my number one best dad we've already mentioned is Goofy. Um, I love Goofy on this. I love him in this movie and how much he, and we mentioned how much he loves his, his son. Mm-hmm. Wanting to go on that road trip. When things go wrong, you can just tell, like, the hurt on his face when he finds out, Mac, finds out Max has betrayed him is just so mm-hmm. devastating. Yeah, Even for gosh, a Disney right? animated tune, um, you can just tell Goofy is just so hurt because he wants mm-hmm. everything for Max, whatever. And, um, and he ends up going to the concert and probably breaking however many laws by getting on stage with this worldwide world-known celebrity, you know, uh, yep. uh, Powerline. Power um, and so, you know, he just wants the best for his, for his son. And that's the first thing I thought of when I thought about Disney dads is, is Goofy. Uh, you know, and I had, I mean, basically, uh, Mufasa, Wayne, uh, Marlon, and Goofy, all the top four. You could, any of those could be my number yeah. one. Sure. But, uh, yeah. but I picked Goofy as my number one. So uh, did anybody have any, any on the list we didn't mention that uh, you kind of written down extra? Can can I just say I'm really proud no one mentioned the king from Tangled because I kind of thought like, well, can't find her daughter. Let's put some lanterns in the sky. Right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe we maybe we should send a private detective something. Nope, nope. We'll just release. Let's go lanterns. out. Look. Let's go like Marlin and literally like go over the whole right? planet. Mm-hmm. Or like I, I just was I'm not impressed. Yeah. I was like. What are you gonna now, do? Like I don't know. Like he doesn't deserve to be on the worst okay, list. You know, no, he's just like he's just. Uh, it's like the guys, when you were like looking, did you look through every hedge? Well, there's a few hedges we didn't look through, and there might be something on the other side. I don't know. That's fine. I'm sure you did your best. Come on back in. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, there was this tower, but like we were really tired, and there was like no, no. door. So and like, what are the odds of a baby climbing up there? So right? that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Me, even though like the baby didn't run away anyway, she was kidnapped. Whatever. <laughs> Right. Uh, Whatever. Know. I'm yeah, just, I'm funny. proud of yeah. us for not having him on anything because yeah. I brought him up and that's how mad I was at him. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. All Matt, of my backups got like, were, <laughs> that, yeah, all I used all too. my backups. Yeah. So. I had, uh, I had Maurice and, and Bob Parr on my, my extensive list or my extended list. And um, yeah. I just kind of, re- kind of chunked those out because those were mentioned a couple of times. And so um, very cool. Very cool. Very good lists here. Matt, you're lucky you're about to throw out some names, throw out some names. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, literally, literally uh, my my list is all crossed out because we listed every single one of them. As we well, should. I'm, I'm glad no one said Hector because I'm I'm glad you had that little nugget. Yeah, saved right yeah. There at the that's end. a good one. That's I didn't great. think anything about that. I forgot about that. So good, I don't good know. call. Good you know, because I thought about I thought about um, Miguel's father, and I was like, well, you know, yeah, right. just kind of he's there, but I did not think about Hector. I don't know why. Hector. Yeah. Well, Matt and Susie, you guys have a podcast. Give us uh, the 30-second pitch. Tell us a little bit about that podcast so people can find it. Well, uh, we are the Imagineers Disney Podcast. We've been around for a little over two years now. Um, 
we have just had a blast just talking about Disney every week. Um, we've enjoyed having you guys on for mm-hmm. our episodes, mm-hmm. some of my favorite episodes, especially <laughs> these past few. They've been a lot of fun. So um, we enjoy really collaborating with you guys. But, uh, but yeah, um, we talk about anything Disney. It can be Star Wars. It can be Pixar. About Park. This uh, extinct rides and attractions. Mm. So, uh, yeah, we 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 have a great time every week talking. About I know Jen misses that stitches or that uh, alien encounter. I know she misses that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're thinking we're probably gonna do something like top two hundred Disney characters. We'll have you guys on for that. You know, one long episode. <laughs> we can knock it out pretty fast. Exactly. Well, guys, it has been a delight having you guys on. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you guys very much. Thank you for having us. As yeah, always. thanks. It was so fun. good times that was fun that was awesome that i was seriously i love having matt and Susie on yeah they're, they're, such they're, a good time. they're good we should just i feel like we should all four team up for one big large podcast and not that any <laughs> of us have time for that but let's just no but it would just be fun <laughs> no it would be fun it would be fun to do is share the show go to itunes spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to the show all the pod cart kind of places go there and um you know give us a review get five stars mm-hmm. reviews is the rate most magical review. of numbers rate review that's how the show goes share the show we have a few friends that do that very much we're building this little community we want to build a we want to build this social media community of fans of friends of followers of things like that Mm -hmm. um find us on facebook the mscpodcast.com find us on twitter on instagram same thing the mscpodcast.com now jen people who want to follow you next week for what's going on at the parks because i will definitely be following you although i follow you anyway uh, where are they going to find you so you're going to actually find me in two places. Um, my work, we'll call it my work slash travel Instagram slash Facebook is at upon a star gen. And my personal Instagram, which I'll post more on my personal Instagram mm-hmm. um, as opposed to my personal Facebook is Jen underscore Novotny and Jen has two ends. So I, it's a public profile. So right. feel free, follow me in both places. I'll be updating the story as well as like my, you know, feed and um, i'll also try to throw some photos up on the uh on the msc podcast yep. as well as the other divas podcast so i'm gonna do a lot of social well, what, what is this divas podcast you speak of divas oh, what divas at divas dish diz oh. that is my og podcast from oh. 2014 so you're the original dish uh, dis, dishers we are wow. we are yeah. So anybody out there, anybody else out there trying to dish some diz? There, I mean, they're just basically just following along in your I footsteps and can... your trailblazed footsteps. Because it was a great idea. I'm yeah, just it saying. was a great idea. It was and so, idea. but yeah, follow along. We've been putting out. Actually, we've been very good. Like mm-hmm. about every week, every other week, getting shows out. We were on a little hiatus for a bit, but um, the divas are back. So very good. Follow some fun stuff there. Yeah, very very cool. You can find me, of course, and uh, on online as well, and all the all type places. Go to the contact page. You'll find me there. But I've got two podcasts real quick i've got the deuce cast movie show it's my movie podcast i'd love for you guys to listen find it there find find that online and also i've got an autism podcast called my kids got the autism uh, from an autism dad who has no idea what he's doing and that's me because i don't know what i'm doing as far as calling for autism advice i'll be like did your kid wake up this morning healthy and happy you're doing good that's my that's my best <laughs> measure of success, <laughs> of success. every day is a magical moment with that kid which brings us to our own magical moment and how we end every single show mm-hmm. and uh, this, this is my magical moment so it is it is wednesday last week and of course i have called uh 543 times and on thursday morning i've called an additional 100 times trying to get in you know because you have to call in and the way it works mm-hmm. disney 
Like it or not, Disney systems aren't always the best. Their phone lines aren't built to handle more than three people at a time. And Especially so, when people are working from home. Exactly. <laughs> and so people are all trying to call in at once. And if you lose connection, discon get disconnected like I did two days in a row, what you hear when you call back is, our circuits are busy right now. Uh, we're overwhelmingly helping other uh, other callers. Sucks for you. Just call us back or something like that. Verbatim. I, I, That's I might be paraphrasing. I don't know. And so I'm calling and I'm trying to get this done. I'm, I've been a long time on the phone. And what do I find out? My good friend and my co-host, Jen, is also calling in. Now, she's calling in for other, other travel agents as well because we have a lot going on. Uh, you know, and very slowly, you know, this person's getting through. That person's getting through. We're communicating to each other. Hey, I got through. You have any questions? Blah, blah, blah. I finally get through. I get all my questions answered. I spend an hour and a half on the phone with a guy. Guest services guy. So great. Everything done. Blah, blah, blah. Go over to Jen. I'm like, hey, Jen, I'm done. She's been on hold. She's been done with everybody else. She's just on hold for me. Because in case my call drops, <laughs> she's there. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm here to, in case your call drops, I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to, you know, to pick up wherever you left off to get this done. And that's magical teamwork. I think that's, that's fantastic. That is magical teamwork right there. And that is a great magical moment in a very hectic week, a very crazy week of, of Disney. When Disney can, when Disney goes bad, um, it's not that it went bad. It just went crazy and it was it really, really tough. And it happens sometimes. I mean, free dining, you know, when new packages open up, when promotions open up, but it was like all those things mixed into one with lower capacity and only seven people on the phone at one time crazy uh but that is a magical moment for me because it is it's teamwork and it's help and uh so jen so thank you for that thank you guys for listening to the main street electrical podcast we really appreciate you guys tuning in Mm -hmm. listening downloading the show liking the show sharing the show and all that good stuff uh you guys have a wonderful fantastic fantastical fantastic week and don't forget social distance yourself but you can still thank a phoenician Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.